Today I'd like to give some tips about meaningful class discussions. And I think sometimes, even when we have a good discussion, as we reflect back over the discussion, we realize, you know, only 40 or 50% of my class was involved, or maybe even less, and it's typically the same students that are involved. And while some might be really engaged, and we have some good thoughts and questions and interaction, there are still students who are looking out the window or just not engaged. And so is there something we could do to help with that? So one thing we could do, for example, we were studying in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2 and 1, and the importance of the ascension. So I asked the students to write down for homework, short paragraph, what is the importance of the ascension? And that, of course, gives them time ahead of time to think about the topic for the importance of the ascension. And then they come to class prepared, and uh, they're quicker to get involved, hopefully, in discussion. And also, some students that need longer to think about a topic, or if they are not engaged, you can call on them, knowing that they have something to answer, because it's already there on their paper. Okay, take out the paragraph that you wrote, please, about the importance of the ascension. So in this particular example, uh, they came to class with some thoughts, what's the importance of the ascension. Then as they share, write their thoughts down on the board, they get to see uh, the answers, they get to see them, they can write them down in their notes, hopefully it's solidified a bit more in their minds. Yeah, I have a that. <coughs> so it made everyone know, it solidified that he's not gonna set up an earthquake either. Okay, um, so how should I put that? Uh, confirmed, confirmed his kingdom is not of this world. This is great because you think of things that I have not thought of. Also, uh, the students will come with thoughts, but usually they're not, uh, they don't have any verses included in their thoughts. So as they are sharing their thoughts, uh, bring some verses in from the Word and have everyone turn to, since it's Bible class, uh, and the importance of the Word of God, make sure everyone turns to it and get the students to read uh, where their thoughts are coming from, hopefully, uh, right from the text. Yeah, good question. We're going to turn to Psalm 24, I think. Uh, look at verses 7 to 10. Um, I've heard it explained already that Psalm 24, possibly, and I would need to do some more research to know where this thought process comes from, but some of the Psalms, well, most... Most all the psalms were meant to be, or all psalms, were meant to be sung. And uh, it's thought that some were antipodal. You know, one side says this, the other side says this. And um, so here, uh, this is possibly verses 7 to 10, in a, a reference to Jesus' ascension, the angels. Could the angels have been saying this? That's Jesus came back to heaven as he ascended in the clouds, and he comes back to heaven. Um, and he's, he's getting to enter into, into the realm of heaven there. Um, let's have Cheyenne on that side of the class read verse 7. <coughs> Vince in this side of the class read verse 8. This is all the cup here. I'm not sure exactly how this is. And then Cheyenne in your half verse 9. And uh, Vince in your half verse 10. See this antiphonal. You picture the angels both sides of the gates um, singing this or saying this as Jesus comes back, um, having completed his mission on earth. Uh, what a scene that would have been if this would have taken place. Um, so, Shane, you're half the class. Start at verse 7. Go ahead. 
Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The bridge is the King of glory, the Lord is strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Also, uh, at the end, make sure to, to summarize the students' thoughts and wrap it all up. Tell them what they should remember. Sometimes a lot of things get talked about in the discussion, and it comes to uh, time for the test. They're, maybe they don't know exactly what they remember. We talked about this in class, but the thing you really want them to remember uh, was kind of lost in the, all the other students' thoughts. So... Make sure you summarize it and highlight what you want to be sure that they remember. These verses center around a specific thing. Actually, uh, it's totally fine. You had some really great thoughts, but this thing here that I'm thinking about is you, you didn't actually mention. So uh, four verses here. We need to talk about these things. Let's read these and uh, see if we can get an idea. So volunteer uh, to read chapter 2, verse 1, 1 John. And another thing you can do, possibly, is to see if you were successful in conveying what you wanted to convey before they leave. You could hand out some 3x5 cards and have them write down, what did you learn today? And see what they learned. See, did they learn something that you really didn't mean to convey at all? And or did they, did they catch what you were looking for? Hopefully that will help with some more meaningful discussions and some more uh, students involved in the discussions. Uh, make sure you bring the Word of God in. So that's, that's not a bunch of great ideas or things they heard people say. And then summarize it and maybe even capture what they thought they heard to see if you were successful. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.